If I could only choose one word, a polite, podcast-friendly word, to sum up the past 18 months, it'd be weird. A global pandemic that had people fighting over toilet roll and governments telling us when we could leave the house or have sex, weird. At times, tragic and necessary, except the toilet roll thing, but 100% weird. In the UK, Brexit was still going full steam in the face of global social, health, and economic instability. Weird. Organizations across the globe responding to the call to value Black lives by posting Black squares on social media rather than enacting real systemic change. Weird. Unfortunately, we humans can't get enough of weird. It's why far too many journalists wasted far too many column inches explaining why it's okay to find UK Chancellor Rishi Sunak hot. (laughs) It's why 64 million households around the world, yours and mine included, couldn't get enough of Netflix's bizarre docuseries Tiger King. Hashtag Free Joe Exotic. One celeb who has successfully capitalized on the social currency of weird is Gen Z's fave singer-slash-rapper Doja Cat. Thanks to her unconventional style, lyrical content, and social media posts, she's topping charts and capturing hearts the world over. But her out-of-the-box behavior almost cut her fledgling mainstream career off at the knees after she became embroiled in a Twitter scandal so weird it still baffles the few of us who can't stop thinking about it. Welcome to Cancel. I'm your host, Cam, and this is the show where we look back at some of the biggest and most bizarre attempts to cancel people, corporations, and even countries. You may think the subjects of our very rigorous and academic study deserve public disdain. You may think it's all a gross injustice, but it doesn't matter because all of them were judged in the court of public opinion and ultimately canceled. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We're a new show breaking down the anime and pop culture news you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) And we agree on some things, but not on everything. Oof. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. Listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat, available now. Okay, for those wondering, what's a Doja Cat? Have you been living under a rock with your hands covering your ears for the past 12 months? Only kidding. Here's a brief explainer. 
Doja Cat was born Amala Zandere Dlamini in October 1995. She grew up in L.A. with her Jewish American mother. Her black South African father was largely absent from her childhood. Write that down. It's important. She's a multi-award winning, multi-platinum selling rapper and the ninth most Spotify streamed artist in the world right now. 53 million monthly listeners and counting. Her stage name is a nod to her favorite strain of weed and her love for cats. Seriously. She loves the internet. As a teenager, she ditched school to hang out online, learning how to make music and sharing her work on YouTube and SoundCloud. By 16, she stopped going to school permanently. And by 17, she signed a deal with RCA Records and problematic producer Dr. Luke. She got her breakthrough moment in 2018 when one of her SoundCloud songs, Moo, went viral, racking up around 5 million YouTube views in two weeks. Today, the viewing figure stands at over 86 million. Millions of us clearly couldn't get enough of Doja repeatedly reminding us that she's a cow and not a meowing cat, all the while rocking french fries in her nostrils and seductively sipping on a milkshake. Now, some might think that the song is silly, weird even. Others, like one journalist at The Face, deemed it, quote, a tender and affecting piece of songwriting about perseverance and individuality, end quote. You can draw your own conclusions. Brief explainer over, now on to the scandal. It's December 2019. Doja Cat is one month into a successful release campaign for her first major studio album, Hot Pink. She sat down with Paper Magazine for an interview in which she talks about standard stuff, her career, her creative process, her passion for punking people who take themselves too seriously. Oh, and her near religious teen obsession with a toxic chat room. Doja tells the interviewer, quote, People would pick on me and use horrible, horrible language, just the worst, and I just didn't understand why people were so crazy on there. End quote. She adds, So I became the person who would make offensive jokes and do things sort of out of the box. <laughs> uh-oh. The even bigger uh-oh is the fact that she admits to still being active on the chat room, which she refuses to name. Luckily, for the nosy among us, she didn't have to disclose the deets. Internet savvy sleuths were already on the case. On the 16th of May 2020, nearly five months to the day after the paper interview, a thread appears on U.S. gossip forum Lipstick Alley titled, Come Get Your Girl Doja Cat, She's Bored. In it, forum user Incognito claims to be witnessing Doja Cat act a fool on Tiny Chat, the alt-rights video chat room site of choice. Incognito starts sharing details of Miss Cat's alleged antics, along with video and screenshot evidence with the other users, many of whom have their own Doja Cat tea to spill. They accuse Doja of the following. Knowingly hanging out in racist chat rooms. Stripping naked for white racists. Making lewd gestures and comments to titillate white racists, like cucumbers and orifices, etc. And saying offensive things in the chat rooms and laughing when her white racist friends also offend. Well, within a week, news of Doja's alleged chat room capers was all over the internet. On Twitter, Doja was declared canceled. Hashtag Doja is over party was trending, with users spilling more tea and posting video evidence. In one of the most damning videos, Doja, okay, or someone that looks a lot like her, 
is in a chat room with mostly white men saying the N-word as well as other expletives while writhing around on a bed like a strange sick snake. There were screenshots too. The one where Doja or someone who looks like her shows her bum to chat room users proved particularly popular. Users pointed to Doja's interview with Paper Magazine as verification that the visual evidence during the rounds was indeed real. Offensive jokes to counteract offensive comments made at her expense, right there. Out-of-the-box behavior, caught in 4K. Reminders of her previous cancel-worthy offenses also littered the timeline. Like the video for her debut single, How High, where she dresses like a Hindu goddess. Her 2015 track, Didn't Do Nothing, the title of which is considered to be a slur to most Black victims of police brutality. Or the time she called two rappers the F word on Twitter. So many stories, so many memes, so much confusion. According to the hashtag Doja is over party camp, the evidence was conclusive. Doja was an anti-black, self-hating clout chaser with a race play kink who deserved to be canceled forever. In the growing hashtag we are sorry Doja camp, which started trending on the 24th of May 2020, users were less convinced. Where was the concrete evidence that Doja had hung out with or stripped for white racists? Or that the chat room was even one frequented by the alt-right? Even if she did have a race play kink, who are we to shame her for it? Doja was unusually quiet at first, and understandably so. The timing of this three-day Twitter frenzy was less than ideal. Only a week before the Lipstick Alley thread emerged, Doja was being toasted as the darling of R&B pop after bagging her first U.S. number one with the Say So remix, which saw her duet with her supposed nemesis-turned-bestie, Nicki Minaj. The TikTok-tastic track marked the first time a song by two female rappers topped the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Hashtag Black Girl Magic. Perhaps heartened by the hashtag We Are Sorry Doja campaign, the rapper decided to break cover the day it trended on Twitter by posting a written statement on Instagram. Time to grab your celeb scandal response bingo cards. You can mark off the following. Denies partaking in racism. Apologizes to those offended. Reminds you of her connection to offended culture and pride of said connection. Acknowledges that, in hindsight, some of her decisions, i.e. writing didn't do nothing, were bad ones. Pledges to do better in the future. Full house, anyone? To her credit, or the credit of her possibly frazzled publicist, Doja did say sorry for upsetting and hurting us. Unfortunately, that added touch was lost on Twitter. What if you could become stronger, more resilient, cure disease, and all you have to do is get naked in the cold and breathe? You get into ice water, and instead of, like, freaking out, you relax. It's called the Wim Hof Method, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Justin Bieber love it. I do the ice plunge because it's good for your body. But there's also a dark side. How many people have died doing the Wim Hof Method? We can override even death! Listen on the podcast Infamous. That's Infamous, playing now. We all have questions that keep us up at night. The self-help industry tells us they have answers. As a journalist and a skeptic, I'm not so sure. So I've set out to talk to people who have gone to radical lengths to find answers. I'm Catherine Rowland. 
from something else in Sony Music Entertainment, this is Seeking. On season one, we're diving deep into the portal of plant medicine and psychedelics. Listen to Seeking wherever you get your podcasts. One tweet that captured the general response read, quote, Cackling at how Doja Cat has never claimed South Africa except for when she's facing backlash for being a racist and has to prove she's black, black, end quote. The hashtag Doja is over party was in full swing and its numbers were swelling by the minute. 48 hours later and Doja's on Instagram Live personally addressing the baying crowd. While she mostly repeats her Insta statement, she does throw in a few extra things. She believes her team got it wrong by staying silent on social media as the crisis grew. She plays snippets from some of the 98 apology videos she reluctantly recorded on the advice of her team. She acknowledges that she has been in the room with racists on Tiny Chat, but only because it's a public space and the moderators weren't doing their jobs properly. She urges her younger fans not to follow her behavior, but insists she won't stop standing up for herself and keeping it real. Well, initially, the one-woman apology show seemed fruitless. Some Twitter users were declaring her permanently over, while others, worthy of our forgiveness and love. But to quote the great country singer Carrie Underwood, Love will, love can, love still, love wins. Doja's future has never looked brighter. All the big global stars want a piece of her. Ariana, The Weeknd, Lil Wayne... She's getting recognition at all the awards ceremonies, too. The Billboard Music Awards, MTV Video Music Awards, the Grammys. Even the NAACP acknowledged her talent this year by giving her an Image Award for Outstanding New Artist. Then there's her fashion collection, her appearance on several People to Watch listings, and her cameo in record-breaking FX comedy series, Dave. Looking back, the controversy and Doja's problematic chatroom habit is pretty much old news. Key tweets and videos that look set to sink Doja's battleship are no longer available. Trust me, I've tried. The original Lipstick Alley thread is only available on web archives. Reports on the scandal have been relegated to pages 1067 and beyond in the Google search results. (laughs) That last one might be an exaggeration, but you see my point. In the place of all the digital pearl clutching and pitchforking, now stand gushing articles about Doja's star power, daring outfit choices, spellbounding award performances, and masterful command of internet and meme culture. Wanna sound like Doja? Music Tech's got you covered. Wanna steal her beauty style? US Weekly has broken it down for you. Her scandals are now a footnote a sidebar to tales of her awesomeness and continued ascension into pop royalty. A recent headline on E! Online perfectly captures the essence of this rebrand. Tracing Doja Cat's meteoric rise from meme queen to R&B superstar. And to think her internet obsession almost killed her music career before it even really begun. Kind of weird when you think about it. This episode was written by Anique Simpson. This is a Broccoli Production.